Here's what's coming up on today's show. Again, it's all about relative and for the time that you're in and how you invest that based on their goals and objectives. But a lot of people now have been down, you know, for a year and they're starting to get tired. It's time for financial advisor Ben Schrock to give you the keys to retiring with confidence. This is Unlocking Your Financial Future. Hello, I'm Ben Schrock, and welcome back to another episode of Unlocking Your Financial Future. Uh, joining me today is Colleen Lamasters, CFP. Colleen, <laughs> welcome to the show. Thanks. I had to throw in the CFP, guys. She uh, just uh, is a newly minted certified financial planner, the gold standard in our industry. Colleen, congratulations on that. What an accomplishment. Thank you. How was the test? It was pretty rough. Miserable? <laughs> yeah. Worth it? Worth it, but yeah. rough. <laughs> awesome. Well, we're all proud of you and, and uh, glad that you accomplished that. So, well, today we're going to talk a lot about um, risk, uh, market risk, really. So, um, we uh, recently talked with Keith and Dan, Keith about the portfolio stuff in 2022, and Dan about year end planning. And we're going to kind of pivot here and talk a little bit about risk. Um, and really, what's bringing this all into focus is the year 2022, right? I mean, we've seen some extreme volatility, uh, market returns, uh, you know, as bad as uh, you're pushing as bad as 2008, right? So um, we haven't seen something like this in quite some time where we've seen the, the longevity of a market downturn. Um, and really, it's been what, since January till, you know, current, we're recording this here in um, November. So it, the market's been been down pretty much all year, right? Correct. Yep. So, you know, what, I guess, what does a year like this teach us um, or, or what can we learn from a year like this when it comes to market risk from a, a client management standpoint? Yeah, I would say the biggest thing for people right now is the fact that, I mean, when we look at the past 10 years, right, mm -hmm. you know, or even 12, 13 years, I think a lot of people got complacent and then they started to take more and more risk because they're like, well, then I'm missing out, right? right. You know, I'm missing out on potential for, you know, earning more on my portfolio or making, mm -hmm. you know, making my money grow or just like riding the tech wave, right? Mm -hmm. You know, being 100% invested in tech and hoping that it, that it, that it hits. And right. in 2022, that's been one of the worst performing, you know, asset classes, which hasn't happened in a very long time. So yeah. it just makes you, it helps, I guess, best way to put it is now people are realizing I do truly need diversification, yeah. right? Inside my portfolio. Yeah. And I think you have that, that other, um, factor out there, the acronym TINA, there is no alternative, right? Mm -hmm. For the longest time, let's, let's be honest, post 2008, there really wasn't any alternative other than equities, right? I mean, you, fixed income was okay, had a little bit of a heartbeat. And now we're starting to see that, that fixed income is not that bad, right? Mm -hmm. So is it time to take some risk off the table when we see the equities re recover a little bit and maybe grab some fixed income? I mean, I think it's a great opportunity coming up, yeah. um, you know, and maybe there's certain sectors that we can take away from, like, for example, like oil and gas, you know, it's probably one of the best performing sectors here in 2022. And I think like that could be a great opportunity, trim some gains from that area, you know, go out and get some fixed income on that side. Or do we start introducing, you know, other type of alternative type products that are guaranteed, like mm -hmm. a, you know, like a fixed annuity that's going to pay us over 5%, you know, and not it's guaranteed, right. you know, no risk, no risk. Yeah. So, I mean, there's certain things that I guess, since I've been in the industry, haven't really been available that yeah. we are now seeing available. Yeah. And it's interesting. You mentioned maybe peeling off some gains in the oil and gas sectors and, and, you know, 
the 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 cool part about that is you know where if we tried to do this years ago again pre-covid we'll talk about that because uh, when oil went negative <laughs> yeah. not a good example no. but um you know pre-covid talking about peeling off gains in oil and gas well you had to replace that dividend you know those are great dividend payers your bp chevron exxon's you know the big threes out there um, they're good dividend payers. So uh, when you peel that risk off the table, what do you replace it with? A 2% corporate? You know, you can't. You can't, right? <laughs> yeah. So you, you kind of get stuck in this holding pattern of if I need yield, I got to go buy equities. But now we're not we're not seeing that. You know, it's it's exciting, um, you know, not, not exciting being down this much, but it's exciting to see fixed income actually give us something, another option yeah, right, a, for income. Yeah, it's an attractive asset class at this point. Mm-hmm. You know, we're becoming more of an attractive asset class. And the nice thing is, is what the Fed continues to keep raising rates right. and they probably will, you know, up until the end of the year and then maybe a few throughout next year. Yeah. Well, what's going to happen when you own these high interest paying bonds then, right? Mm-hmm. And they start to lower interest rates because they realize, oh man, we might've jumped the the boat yeah. too quickly, you know, on that side. Well, then your bond value is going to go up, right? Right. So, because people are going to want to pay, pay more for that because yeah. they want that high yield. So we get some capital appreciation in a fixed income. Correct. It's like a win-win. Yeah. Um, and again, so it, those are all things that we're looking at and, and, you can't time that, right? No. You know, it's just like like trying to time the market. We can't. We don't know what the Feds are going to do. We don't know when they're going to pivot or, or when they're going to stop raising rates. We can try to get in at a good point. All we're going to try to do is translate this into our clients to say, okay, if we need a four percent yield and we can go get corporates that are paying that, well, maybe it makes sense to peel some risk off the table, even though we're not at that peak, right? Or at maybe mm-hmm. interest rates go a little bit higher, but they, you know, likely will come back down and Correct. maybe still get that capital appreciation. Correct. Um, or, or is this a, a sobering moment for some clients? Uh, you know, those conversations, I guess, to say you know what the market is, is it can take it away and it can take it away pretty quick. Have you had some of those conversations with people that, um, not the fun conversations, right? But it's, it's saying, okay, maybe you weren't cut out for the market. Are yeah. you having those conversations? Or- yeah, we've definitely had that. And I think a lot of people are starting to realize that, you know, like, or, oh shoot, you know, I thought I was conservative, you know, I'm really not, or this year, you know, in 20, or I should say in 2022, a conservative investor, which is typically, you know, we'll just say, you know, more heavy in bonds, you know, they mm-hmm. lost just as much money almost as the S&P 500. So right. it's like, again, it's all about relative and for the time that you're in and how you invest that based on their goals and objectives. But a lot of people now have been down, you know, for a year and they're starting to get tired. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah. I, I appreciate you censoring yourself on yeah. the oh shoot there. Cause yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I thought something else might have came out. Yeah, but not yet. No. <laughs> so, no, but you're absolutely right. Now, it, it is, um, we're in a spot now where you're, you have to have those conversations of reevaluating risk. You know, people, a lot of times they come into the office and, and we have those conversations and, yeah, I can handle risk. I'm, I'm, I'm aggressive or a moderate, you know, market fluctuation doesn't bother me. It hasn't bothered him in the past because it really hasn't happened. Exactly. Right? The, the most memorable one, you know, aside from 2008 was COVID, but it was like a whipsaw, right? Down no. and then back up. Um, it, we didn't feel the pain for this elongated period of time. So I think this is really teaching us as advisors and, and to our clients that, you know, are you comfortable? Are you really comfortable with market volatility? Mm-hmm. And, you know, to some, the answer might be no, and that's okay. But I think this is a, a good year to take a look at, uh, in 2022, it's a good year to look at as uh, a teaching point, right? Yeah. 
Exactly. Um, so, I mean, when, when we are peeling risk off the table, where, where are we going outside of fixed income or, cause again, we can't sit in cash. You know, we have to, with inflation, you know, marching along mm-hmm. as it is, we can't sit in cash or in the money market accounts. So where are we trying to deploy some of those, those assets? Yeah. I mean, for someone that like, let's just say like the market's not for them, yeah. you know, like, you know, volatility, cause bonds, you're still going to have volatility. Move, yeah. yeah. That price fluctuates. And a lot of people have to understand that. So if they don't want to see it fluctuate at all, you know, we can introduce ty- different types of annuity type products that are going to mm-hmm. give you either it's an indexed annuity that's going to give you downside protection and some upti- upside potential. And we're starting to see those caps, like the highest I've seen since I've been in the industry yeah. on those products. Or we go to a, you know, a fixed year MIGA, you know, at least a five year, cause lock that, lock that rate in for a longer period of time and right. try to get something comparable to a bond, but mm-hmm. you know, without that volatility. Yeah, and, and really your risk is, um, you know, we, when we said the word guaranteed earlier, it's the, the dreaded G word yeah. in our industry. It's hard hard to say that, but, you know, it's guaranteed up to the, the point of the company, right? So Correct. The, in the advisor role that you are, um, you got to do the due diligence to make sure that we're putting them in a good, solid company and explaining to them it's only as good as the, the company that the money's with, right? Correct, correct. And, you know, what in the selection process, because, again, I guess that's the risk since we're talking about risk, um, is that company. When you look for companies um, in the fixed space, in the annuity space, what are you looking for? Um, do we immediately jump to the highest return or are we looking for kind of liquidity, yeah. high return? What are, we, what, are we, what are the parameters that you like to look for? Yeah, first we like to look for, you know, a good A-rated carrier, you know, on that side. So first we look, I kind of filter it by rating. And then I also like to look for liquidity features, like can the, how can the client access their money, right? Is it interest only? Can they take 10% out per year? you know, what's that tie up period or what we call like a surrender charge schedule. So we also take a look at that. And then we then kind of filter on down, you know, then who has the best kind of fixed interest rate or different types of caps if we're looking at an indexed annuity. And then on top of that, we'll also look at, you know, what type of waivers do they have? Like if I need to get, you know, get out of the contract, what do they have on it? So because I always think of like terminal illness, you know, we want to make sure that you can get out of the contract without a penalty. If we go into a nursing home, you want to make sure you can get out of the contract, yep. you know, without having to pay a surrender charge. And then the other one is, you know, if some, God forbid something happens to you, right? Yeah. We pass away. You don't want your, your heirs to have a surrender charge on that. So sometimes oh. the, the companies that pay the highest rates don't always have those features on their contracts. So it's finding those features along with all the other ones that we kind of discussed. <clears throat> so it's not not always, you know, let's jump to the highest rate, let's jump to the, the best caps, you know. Correct. We also want to look at when it comes to the index annuity side is that that rate renewal integrity. Correct. Um, and, and what we mean by that is is how likely, because the companies can change those, right? Correct. So each year on fixed index annuity, on the fixed, on the MIGAs, the multi-year guaranteed annuities, it's very similar to CD in the mindset that, Okay, you're getting 3% for three years, boom, boom, boom. Yep. It's simple, right? In the fixed index world, they set caps on indices and fixed rates, but those, all those caps and, and fixed rates have floors. You know, the mm. floor might be one yeah. or half a percent or quarter, whatever it may be. That's the, the insurance company can lower them all the way down to that, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, we got to look and, and, you know, a lot of it's through our experience of working with these companies, but also look at and research the, a company's rate integrity. Are they likely to renew Correct. at a good solid rate the rest of the year? Are yeah. we seeing the, uh, that out there? Are we seeing some unique products that are doing something like that? 
Yeah, um, actually, there are a couple companies now that you know we've seen come out kind of across our desk um, that are guaranteeing those rates and those caps now for out five, six, seven, even ten years. So wow. I mean, that's to me is worth getting into something like that, just knowing that the caps and those things can change because they're kind of based on interest rates, sure. you know, behind the scenes. So. I think that that's great for a client if they can get into something like that. Yeah, and if it makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. Where you're not saying, "Hey, go get out of the market, get into the one of these." It's, Correct. It's a it's a piece. It, it, well, it might make up a piece of someone's portfolio Correct. if they can't stomach the risk. Correct. Right. The the risk of the the market, and I think that's what this is all boiling down to. Is you know, 2022 has taught us a lot mm-hmm. about the market mm-hmm. and and how much uh, downside there really can be in a given year, and and really having those conversations with people now to say, you know, is the market the right spot for you? Yeah. Yeah. And I would say a lot for a lot of people, it changes too, right? You know, like when you're working, you might be feeling like, man, I can take more risk. I can take more risk, but that kind of like when a lot of people change their risk tolerance more as they get closer to retirement. But I've noticed a lot of people like kind of stay with what they're in. They're like, I'm going to keep gambling. I'm going to keep gambling. And then they want to pull the trigger and retire. And then all of a sudden this switch hits, like, Mm -hmm. I don't want to take any more risk. Well, you know, maybe they still need some risk, right? Maybe right. they need risk to help their plan last the rest of their life. Sure. So. Yeah, and, and the timing of it, I think you hit on there is is key, right? It's hard to to say I'm I can't take this anymore. I'm down thirty percent. The hard side of of our angle is saying no, you, you got to ride it out. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll get safe, right? When the market recovers, we know it will. Yeah. You know, it's only a matter of time. It will. Um, and when it gets to that point, that's where we maybe have that conversation Correct. to say, or recover, you know, majority Most of, of those yep. losses, yep. right? Um, and then we can say, let's carve off a piece and lock that thing down to something more safe and, and, and on a guaranteed front from an annuity side or more in the fixed income space. But it's hard to, to let that client ride it out, right? Correct. You know, it's, it's very well, difficult. And also tell them, you know, take a loss at 20%. Yeah. You know, like for me, that's that's where it's tough on, on that side. I. You know, it's really hard for me to tell someone take a loss at 20% and go yeah. stick it in an annuity where we know we're limited Absolutely. on the upside, you know, and they have to be okay with that at the end of the day. A hundred percent. That makes total sense. So anything else you want to add about risk? Any other topics on risk that you want to cover here, Coles? No, I think, um, I think we're pretty good on that. You know, I think everyone's kind of heard the stats that our, our offices come out, come out with, but you know, I'll use November 10th as an example. You know, that was one of the better days throughout the entire year in the stock market. So by just being in it, if you had sold like a day before or three yeah. days before. The day before was pretty ugly. Correct. <laughs> you know, but you would have missed out on this good day. So, you know, I always tell people some of the worst days are followed by some of the best days in the stock market. Yeah, absolutely. And and it is. It's, you know. There's so many sayings out there. It's like what they say, time in the market is like trying to catch a falling knife. You know, you hear all these things. It's just so hard to do. And again, I love that point that you brought up that that if we can learn anything from 2022 aside from the risk and having those conversations is you can't really time this thing. And and if someone thinks they can, I'd say just say they got kind of got lucky Mm -hmm. Um, because it's so hard to time because we just don't know what's going on out there. But um, Colleen, I appreciate it. Uh, thanks for hopping on, talking about the risk. Again, congrats on the CFP. Thank you. Um, glad to have you uh, have that in the office. So we're all proud of you and, and uh, um, look forward to good things to come on that. But um, And maybe we'll have a podcast episode all on the Certified Financial Planner. We'll see. I don't know I don't know how uh, if we can drag that out for 15 minutes. I don't know. Right? That might be real rough. That might be tough. Um, 
But if you guys have any questions regarding risk or if you're looking at your portfolios and thinking, man, it might be time to have that conversation about risk, you feel free to reach out to our office and talk to one of our advisors at 330-473-1060. You can check us out online at www.bashrock-fg.com and set up a time to speak with one of our advisors on there. Um, Again, Colleen, thanks for the time and uh, stay tuned for the next episode. Thank you. Investment advisory services offered through B.A. Schrock Wealth Management, Inc., a registered investment advisor. B.A. Schrock Wealth Management is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies using a variety of insurance and investment products. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to safety, security, or a guaranteed lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investment products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. B.A. Schrock Wealth Management is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any government agency. This podcast is a paid placement. This show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation.